Should I get out of the stock market? It's a question that I get not so much from my clients as from other people that just have conversations. Maybe it comes up that I'm a financial advisor. They, they've known that I'm a financial planner for a while. And they ask, you know, is, should I get out of the stock market? And this particularly happens a lot, right? When the market is going back down. Uh, we've had this kind of choppy year here in 2022 where it, it, it went down for the first half of the year, seemed to be coming back, and now is going down again. And it just ended at quarter three, September 30th, at a new all-time low for the year. And, and so it comes up again with people. Should I be getting out of the stock market? And they read headlines like the market has further to go or this analyst, this expert, this person who's been investing for 70 years says that the market will be down 50 to 70% before it bottoms out. And there's more to lose. There's, there's more to go down. There's, there, we could be in for the worst as it's yet to come. And so people will ask, when, you know, should I get out of the market? Is this, is this a time to, to sit back and wait? You know, not so much cutting our losses, but, but wait until the market is down further and then get back in. Right. And that's when people ask this question. It's, it's when there's, you know, strong fears of a recession or after the market has already gone down substantially and, and they think or believe or wondering if it could go down further. And if it is, if there's a big risk of the market going down even further than it already has, then should we be getting out of the market and waiting for the worst to be over before getting back in? And, and that's always a question, right? What happens if it keeps going down? What if the worst is yet to come? Aren't we, wouldn't we wise to avoid further losses? Can we win by not losing? And let's be clear what we're talking about here. Because people, there's a concept that, that we are talking about that people will never say it that way themselves. And the concept is this. Panic. Right? People are panicking out of the market. That's what happens when the market's going down and it goes down as sharply as it has in, in many of these weeks and days. Is people are panicking. They're pulling out for fear that it will go down even further. And that's one of the four horsemen that we talk about a lot. It's the fourth horseman. Right? Panic. But nobody ever couches that that way, especially when they talk about themselves. They never say, hey, should I panic out of the market right now? Hey, I'm feeling panicky. Should I go ahead and, and, and assuage my short-term fears by getting out of the market so I don't have to continue to see my my values, my funds, so I don't have to continue to, to lose money? Right? I don't want to lose any more money, so should we get out? So that is what we're talking about. And, and so the question... Again, I'm a big fan of, of, of labeling things what they actually are. Cause I think a lot of times when we just say things out loud, it gives us a better perspective on it. It helps us see our blind spots, helps us see it from the outside. So the question shouldn't be, should I get out of the market? The question should be, should I panic out of the market? Especially when it's already gone now, right? We're not talking about market timing, which is the third horseman and can be equally as dangerous. Uh, but we're not talking about, you know, the market's at all time high and people think, Hey, can't, how, how much better can it really get? Let's get out before it goes back down and, and, you know, take, take our gains at the top. We're talking about getting out now after it has already gone down a substantial amount, right? We're in official bear market territory. Um, you know, people are wondering if we're in, another recession here or might be might not 
depending on what metrics you use. But people are wondering, should I get out of the market? And I want to just give you a perspective on it because I think perspective always helps to shape our beliefs. And our beliefs, of course, are what we act upon. We never act upon what we know. We always act upon what we believe. But sometimes knowing some things can help shape our beliefs. And so I want to ask you a question. Would you want to triple your money in 15 years? If you could have invested 15 years ago, knowing that as of today, your money would have tripled, would that be something that you would want to do? Right? They even say like, you know, in a good investment, your, your investment should double every 10 years. And so what if you tr- could triple it in 15? And it turns out that's, that's what would have happened, right? If you had invested at the beginning of the quarter of the fall quarter, the fourth quarter, 15 years ago, you, the S&P 500 opened that quarter on October 1st at 1,527. That's what it opened at. And it just closed last quarter, September 30th of 2022, 15 years later, at 3,585. Right? And so, so it's up two and a half times just the price of it since 15 years ago. And, in case you missed it, right? I said October 2007. And September, October, right in there is right about the peak before we had the Great Recession. Before we saw the S&P 500 go from peak to, to the bottom in about, it was about 15 months or so. Um, 18 months maybe. I think it was 18. From peak to bottom, it lost 57% in value. It went down 57% in value before coming back up. And so if you had invested 15 years ago, today-ish, then you would have invested at the worst possible time, right at the peak. You put a bunch of money in the stock market right at the peak before the worst crash we've seen since the Great Depression, right? They call it the Great Recession. This will be, this will be an event that is talked about for decades and possibly centuries. And you would have invested at the worst possible time. And yet, 15 years later, just the value, just the price of the S&P 500 is up two and a half times. And that is at, again, what is so far a bottom of a bear market in 2022. So you're investing at the top, at the peak, right before the greatest recession we've seen in 100 years. And then you're measuring it from the peak of that to what might be the bottom of a bear market in 2022. Right, so we're not talking about a bottom of a bear market to the to a new peak to an all-time high. We're talking about a previous peak to a new low. And that price is still two and a half times higher than it was 15 years ago. But here's the the ace and sleeve that we always forget because price is what we focus on, because that's what's always reported, right? Oh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, you know, lost three points yesterday, and the S&P 500 was down 5%, and all these things, right? You see the prices of them. But there's always this forgotten element. I think when we, when we think about investing and that is the dividends that the best businesses in the world pay. Because here's the thing. People can panic out because, you know, uh, interest rates are going up or because there's a war somewhere else or whatever else. And they can, they can panic out of their holdings, of their ownership in the best businesses in the world. But that doesn't keep those businesses from being profitable. They don't actually care who's buying and selling their stock. They're just trying to be the best that they can be. And they'll still make profits. Not always, but a lot of them will still make profits even during these times. 
and they'll still pay those profits in dividends. And if you had taken those dividends across all those all time, especially over the last 15 years that we're talking about, and you had reinvested those dividends, you have a lot more than just the price increase. In fact, so, so the price return is, is up 147%, right? Or, or two and a half times the original amount from October 1st of 2007 to September 30th of 2022. But if you had reinvested all those dividends, the total return, right? The dividends reinvested plus the price return, which continues to compound on each other over time would be up 231% or 3.3 times the original amount. So if you'd invested $1,000 back 15 years ago on October 1st of 2007, it would now be worth $3,300 today. If you put $100,000 or a million dollars in the market on the worst possible day, right before the Great Recession, 15 years later at the bottom of another bear market, you would still have $3.3 million. Okay? And that's kind of the point is... Things will look bleak day to day, quarter to quarter. And that's why we don't care about quarterly reports around here. That's why I teach my clients, like, look, I'm going to send them to you, partly because legally I have to, partly because we obviously want to be transparent. But I always encourage, I send the same message every time we send out quarterly reports to my clients is you don't have to look at these. I have to send them, but you don't have to look at them. We're long-term investors. We're owners of the best business in the world. And if looking at these are just causing you anxiety and causing you to want to uh, abandon our long-term plan, then just don't do it. Check them annually at most um, because we don't care what happens in the quarter. You could have invested at the worst possible time and measured it against what is now the, the lowest that we've seen so far this year, and you still would have made out like a bandit. You would have just crushed it over the last 15 years. And that's 15 years of catastrophe after catastrophe, right? That's starting with the Great Recession and then you're seeing immediately a 57% reduction in your value, right? So if you'd invested a million dollars 15 years ago, you would have seen a million dollars turn into $430,000, right? You would have lost $570,000 in value in 18 months. And to think that you could have gone from that to then $3.3 million at a, at a low 15 years later. And then when it recovers, whatever that's going to be, right? Four million something. I, you know, I didn't do that math before recording this, but so it, this 15 year period would have started out with the great recession. And then you'd had, you know, multiple contentious elections in there with, with both sides just warring and, and at each other's throats the whole time and, and, and wars, you know, with Russia and all other wars throughout, throughout that time, a global pandemic that we'd never seen before, uh, a, re- a new recession, inflation raging, a frantic bear market here in, in 2022. You would have gone through all of that in that 15 years and you still would have been up three and a third over what you had at the beginning, if you had just stayed the course, if you had not gotten out of the market, if you never panicked out of the market and you had just stayed the course, you'd have been up triple and more of what you started with. And so here's, you know, there's, there's this risk, right? That if you stay in the market right now, and this is coming out on October 6th. Um, and so I don't, I'm not sure when you're listening or watching this or reading this, but if you stay in the market, there's a risk, right? The market will go down even further. And I always joke with clients that that come on uh, with me for the first time and move their accounts, and so it resets, and it'll start measuring it from the time that the 
the money's with me. And it seems like every time that happens, the market immediately goes down right after that, just so it, it looks like everything's been worse. Even if it was going down before that, it, it continues to do that. And, and so there's that risk, right? That the market will keep going down. But we need to look at what's the greater risk. So let me ask you this, right? Which is the greater risk when the market is already down 20%? Is the greater risk staying in the market for it to go down another 20%? When again, you should be invested properly and not needing that money and have other money set aside. That's our whole red bucket, blue bucket model and all that, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, you must be new to the podcast, new to the videos. We talk a lot about that in the book and throughout time. So you shouldn't need any of this money anyways, right? That's invested. Um, but what's the greater risk? Staying in the market before the next 20% decline or getting out of the market before it's next 200% advance. Right? The market's up 230% from 15 years ago, which is a 3.3 times multiplier on what you would have invested. And so I contend, right, that even now, even in the middle, maybe, maybe, it's, maybe we're at the bottom of a bear market. Maybe we're only in the middle of it. Maybe it's got just as much farther to go down before it comes back. But either way, I contend that the greater risk is not staying in the market for a 20% decline. It's being out of the market during the next 200% advance. And that's a risk you just can't take. Because if you're out of the market for the next 200% advance, you will never recover from that. You will never be able to go back and invest in the S&P 500 at 1527, where it was in October of 2007, right before the Great Recession. If you could, you would, right? Even knowing everything that was happening, if, if that was the only opportunity to buy it in the 1500s again, you would do that. In the same way, 15 years from now, we're going to look back and say, wait, you could have bought into the stock market in the 3,000s when the S&P 500 was, was 3,600, 3,700. You could have done that and you didn't. You're going to wish you had bought in or stayed in when the S&P 500 was only 3,700. And here's the thing, right? We know it'll be all right. We know it will. We believe that. We don't know when. Right? We don't know when this whole thing's going to be over, when the recession's going to be over, when the market's going to come back. We just know that it will be over. We believe that it will be all right at some point. So we maintain that faith, that belief in the long-term success of our plan, the long-term investing. And we know that it will be all right as long as we stay the course. And we'll be in it for the next 200% advance. And we've been here before, right? So one of the things that I, that I mentioned in the list of the 15 years of catastrophes that we just went through a little bit ago was, you know, inflation that we're facing, the recession that we're facing, and a frantic bear market that we're facing right now in October of, of 2022. And we've been here before because that's actually the title of the June 5th, 1970 a cover story of Life Magazine. And I'll put a, a picture of it in the blog for this. If you go to retirementship.com slash 83, this is the 83rd episode, you can see that cover. And it's got a picture, you know, a little icon of a bear. And, and, and the title is Inflation, Recession, and a Frantic Bear Market. We've been here before. History doesn't repeat itself, but it does rhyme and sometimes very close. And we know what happened after all of that uncertainty. 
And, and in case you don't really remember, uh, on that day when that magazine article came out, June 5th, 1970, the S&P 500 closed. It ended the day at 76. At 76. And again, we mentioned earlier in the podcast that it closed the quarter. I don't know when you listen to it, where it is right the second when you're listening to this or watching this, but it closed the quarter at, what was it, 37, um, 3585. And it closed back in 1970 at 76. Which means that anything you would have invested back when this article came out talking about the imminent recession, the inflation they were facing, the frantic bear market that they were in the middle of, anything you'd invested back then would be up 210 times over what you have now. If you had put a million bucks in there, I don't think you would have a million bucks then, but if you had, right, you'd have $210 million. If you, if you threw whatever that'd be $10,000 in there, you'd have $2.1 million over that time. So we've been here before. Even in the midst of everything that's happened, we've been here before and it will be okay. Uh, the, the author of Ecclesiastes in the Bible says, there's nothing new under the sun. Or as President Harry Truman once said, the only new thing in the world is the history you don't know. So we've been here before. We got through it. We're much better from it. And the same thing will happen with where we're at right now. So should you get out of the market? Not if you have a plan. Stick to the plan and everything will be all right. If you enjoyed that, you would love being part of our free membership community. It's called Retire Membership and has a host of benefits all for free. For example, you can always buy my book, 3D Retirement Income, on Amazon. But if you join us at Retire Membership, we will send you either a hard copy or paperback for free, provide the ebook and the audiobook so that you can listen to it if you don't have time to read it. In addition to that, we'll also provide you with a bunch of content that you can't get anywhere else. For example, we have our quarterly Retire Mentorship magazine which comes out quarterly and has no ads whatsoever. It's just timely content to help you stay the course. We also have workbooks for our free online workshop to help you get the most out of those, flowcharts to help you make better decisions, and a weekly email to provide timely content that you can unsubscribe from at any time. We never ask for any payment information and we never share your information with anyone else. We just want to provide timely content and help you stay the course to retire successfully and stay successfully retired. There's no reason to wait. So join us now at retiremembership.com where you can click in the link in the description and it'll go right there. We can't wait to see you in the community. Cheers. This podcast is educational only and is not investment, tax, or legal advice.